0: You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the 3 for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Thank you for tuning in to the three intuitive healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson,
1: Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. Someone brought up an example of, I I think it was suffering. It was, it was something to do with, with suffering. And um, the person did not like the definition that how we are supposed to detach from suffering because to this person, it was like, Oh my gosh you don't detach from horrible things and things were brought up, um, from, you know, real suffering in this, in this current war to people who don't have enough to eat to people with all kinds of illnesses. But then an actual, um, example was brought up by this person about, uh, animal that was hurt, and, um, the person had to assist, uh, and it didn't make it. And there is suffering. And then the person was just like, why, why do, I always have to deal with these things when these animals, um, I can't save them and I just got to suffer with them. And I just got to, you know, it, it just breaks my heart and, and what's the outcome. And, and, and they were really upset. So, you know, the group listened and I really felt, and we'll see how you both weigh in on this. I have rescued many animals myself and I was telling, um, this person who was in great hurt because they just didn't understand it that at first I kind of did the same thing like why are these animals coming you know I hate to see this suffering my heart breaks and it can't save them but it didn't take very long um because I was into Reiki already when I realized that these animals were just giving me such an opportunity to learn about myself and to practice healing and I almost felt I well I did feel I felt gifted I felt chosen I felt so fortunate that these animals even though I wasn't I wasn't meant to save them that wasn't the goal my animal my 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 goal and my opportunity was to love them in their time of need to help them in their time of need and I just saw it as they sought me out because I was going to do that you know from a lizard to a bunny to a squirrel uh, to a, a lost dog to whatever um this was an opportunity for me to see the best of myself and for me to practice healing in all different levels, You know, whether it was energy with Reiki or whether it was just 100% compassion with, we're going to get you through this. And if I couldn't help them, I would help them the best I could, which was just Letting divine take over and that's what I was telling this person it's not up to you to save them, you know, get them to the point where then you turn it over to that trust in that faith of the divine and let the divine do what's what's necessary whether they pass, but in that moment it's a gift when they come to you. And for some people, it's animals, for some people, it's real people, right? And for some people, it's spirit, you know, in Heather's case, for some people, you know, it's all these different things. But instead of seeing like, why is this happening to me? Why am I being, you know, almost punished with this suffering? No, look at the other way around.
0: And I have a question. Did she actually say, why do I have, why, why am I, you said something to the, to suffering with these animals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's over identifying with mm-hmm. suffering with these animals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what popped up in my head. I was like, "Oh, she's over identifying. Don't I I know what that's like." <laughs> so and she felt
1: and and she felt helpless, right? Helpless right. because she was attached to an outcome which is if you're going to come to me, I want to save you. Exactly. And then that's putting yourself Like you say, that over identifying into, right? Mm -hmm.
0: Right. And then I have to suffer with you. Yes. No. Yes. You don't have to suffer with you because we get in this mindset of, well, to help a sick, injured animal is to suffer with them. No.
1: Mm -mm. No. Or a person, right? Right. As well. Right. I think that's
2: um, the benefit of having worked in the hospital where Mm. there were people we were working on that were not going to make it. And so it was only ego that would make you think you had a chance to you know a palliative or hospice patient you know (laughs) and it's not about us it's always about the sentient being being healed right it's it's their moment and we assist and it's beautiful. And sometimes it's impactful and it goes along with what our desires are, but a lot of times it's not. And Stephanie, I think you put it beautifully. It's just a chance to be giving love and be present and hold Mm -hmm. space. You know, if we can affect change, great. If not, I I always look at it as it's the soul's choice. And I have ultimately no real say in it, Um, but I will assist in however it that soul wants to go. I remember I was in a Reiki clinic and uh, somebody had put their grandfather's name forward and we were doing it remote and um, I could just feel like he didn't, he didn't want to be healed and everybody else was trying to clear and all this. And I ended up being given a vision of him sitting. He and I were in rocking chairs next to this little lake. And we were just, I said, you know, how can I help you? He just wanted me to watch the sunset with him. Like that's all I did. And that was, that was years ago. And I really was so grateful for that experience because it taught me. It is not up to me. Mm -hmm. It is up to them. I'm there to assist. However, so that might help in sort of, as Heather was saying, you know, they're over-identifying, that might help pull them out, is to realize that they're coming from ego.
1: That's a, no that's a, that's a great ex, uh, example you gave, because what were you in that point? You weren't there to heal. If he didn't need your, your healing, you were just there to be with him, yeah. to support, companionship, the, the love, right? You're the witness, just that that soul, soul to soul, I don't need anything from you. Just, just be here, be here with me. And that's, that's, isn't if we saw ourselves as that, that we didn't need to save people or we didn't need to help to, to make the end, what we think it needs to be, then we could just be, you know, but yeah. it's, it's, you know, let's not make light of how difficult it is to see anyone, right? An animal or a person suffer. Yeah. It's, it's traumatizing, especially if you're an empath, you know, yeah. you don't shake that off very easily. So, have you either one of you ever had a situation like that where there was, you know, really a lot of suffering going on and, and you had to endure it with the person, but how did you get through it?
2: Hmm. I'm trying to think because in the hospital, which is the most dire that I seen there, that's a pretty good example right but, there, you know, you know they've got drugs, right? So, you know, they're not necessarily yeah. it, the worse off they were, the more out of it they were. Mm, um, gotcha. I'm
0: trying to think. I don't know. That would be to like suffer with them. No, well, I didn't of, think, identify as suffering with them, but
1: well, think of like a, um, a first responder, right. I mean, yeah, you know, that's enough. these, these people, you know, or any, you know, person in a, in a medical field or God forbid, uh, just a, a, a good Samaritan who sees an accident, you know, to be able to get in there and just assist met, obviously first medically, what do you need and have your head about it. But for the, sometimes there's people who just hold their hand. I've done that. Yeah, Yeah, have you? And how do you not get? How do you not get overwhelmed with that?
2: So this, I watched this car. This girl ran through the intersection, and I say girl because she was like seventeen. Um, and she broadsided a minivan that flipped up into the air and landed on its roof. So we were all all the observers like ran different ways, and uh, I went into the van. And we had to, you know, you're not supposed to move them, but they were hanging upside down from their seat belts. Mm-hmm. So one of them, we had to move, but the one, the mother was in there. And I mean, I can't do anything. All I could do was just keep saying your baby's fine. And the baby was, the baby was in the car seat over on the side of the road and just like, you're fine, you're fine. And that was all I could do. I couldn't be a superhero. I couldn't even be the medics. Right. Mm. And so I think sometimes it's really, I don't know. It's almost easier when it's that big to be like, Mm. I can't, all I can do is just be here and remain calm so that I can be uh, like a a mirror, you know, just like not even putting, just be calm, just be calm. So that's right. You represent
1: the peace, the calmness. And you were there in that, opportunity
2: for yeah. you to
1: be that person and that not try to override
2: what she's mm-hmm. doing, but right. to be like, I, cause there's no way to be like, Hey, let's yeah. laugh it off. It's been five minutes and she's hanging upside down. Um, I will say another time I witnessed a friend having a panic attack. And that was the very first time I was like, I can't, this was in my early twenties. I was like, it didn't make sense why she was having a panic attack, but she was or anxiety full on. And all I could do was just kind of, sit there with her and i i i it, i'd never seen her in a state like this i'd never seen anybody but it was a real big eye-opener of just like you, your your will is not going it, it, just be the safe arms for this person that's all so it's very humbling and it's very it's really served me in the years i didn't even know i was going to be a healer at those times when i was in those situations but I've learned from them throughout life to just be like, sometimes all you're doing is holding the box of Kleenex and standing there for the person. And these were steps that continue to add to your
1: experience and to yeah. your um, compassion yeah. to be that person in that need yeah. and, and not worry about the outcome. Yeah, that's a hard thing to um, detach from, you know, for, for humans, because, you know, we do want to fix things and we do want to, we, for a lot of people, they don't think they're helping if the outcome isn't positive. Right. And to think, oh, I did nothing. You know, that person didn't make it or that person suffered. I did nothing. But if you're with them, how could you say you did nothing?
2: Do you think maybe that's our overattachment to life and not seeing death as part of the cycle? It's that it's probably
1: uh, our own worthiness, you know, um, inside of us that, we think we've got to be more than we are, you know, um, and we don't think we're good enough as we are um, and not understanding what is expected of us and what we expect of ourselves. You know, would you chastise a person if you were in, in great pain or need and, and all they did was hold your hand and, you're, and you, no one expects you're going to heal me, you're going to fix me. You're just there. But why do we expect that of ourselves
0: for other yeah. people, right? And we're just so focused on the physical that something mm-hmm. could be happening in the spiritual side of yes. things that, you know, our spiritual body or soul body is helping out them on them side, Absolutely, just because we can't Heather. see it. Yeah.
1: Wow. Could that's be that's a really good point. Heather. Out. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. Heather. Do you want to expand on that? So yes.
2: I'm like, I just did. <laughs> Those of you just listening did. at home, Heather had a look of terror on her face. <laughs>
1: Heather, but you know, that's a great, no, that's a wonderful scenario to think in that we're, we're, Cause we're talking again on the physical. So mm-hmm. in that time of need, again, whether a person or an animal that our spirit, Heather, you're saying mm-hmm. could be met, working with their spirit mm-hmm. in order Very to much do so. the healing. Yeah. That's beautiful. Very much so. You know, and something that we would not know or see or ever realize how much value we brought to that situation. Yeah. Because we again we we need to see results. A lot of us, right? And mm-hmm. if you don't see the result, you think, well, and obviously, you know, nothing was done. But when you realize, again, like luckily, I, I was able to when these uh, little animals came about that I realized it again. You're not. I'm not God. Well, I am, right? So I'm not. <laughs> I'm not the the ultimate uh, divine. I'm part of the divine, and so my divine self loved. But my divine self is, was not going to decide who's going to live and who's going to die or what their their uh, contracts, right. their intention, their story is. Um, and then when you see it that way, you realize there's nothing more that I can do than what I'm doing. You know, if you're giving it a good, safe place to pass away or to be away from further harm and you're loving it, you're sending it well. And it's certainly if you know energy healing or anything that you use, that's beautiful. I mean, love is all you need, but anything else is, is a blessing. Um, yeah right? So anyone that's ever faced such a thing, and, and I imagine there's people who could have traumas in their, you know, in their, in their being, thinking that they didn't do enough in a time of need for some people. I hope they forgive themselves and realize if you were there and your intention was to help, you helped, right? Yeah. You helped, right? Somewhere um, or another,
0: yeah. Absolutely. Because we always put a price on, on our, on what we help. I mean, um, even
1: a scenario, think about it, if if, if you saw an animal get hit by a car or something and and you went over and- I have. You get, okay. And you went over and you- I didn't go just, over. Okay. But, but oh, you wished, or you sent it Reiki. Okay. Even if you sent it Reiki at a distance or if you were with it, but you couldn't save it. But think about as an owner, if your little pup, you know, got hit and, mm-hmm. and someone just was with them or someone sent them love, what a kind, kind
0: gift that would be, right? Wouldn't that just ease yeah. your heart? So- no. Not at that moment. I mean, I did. I sent an energy, but I saw a cat in uh, with its back broken because it got ran over. And then that just, it flipped me out and I went into a deep depression for weeks. Was
1: this a long time ago,
0: Heather? Yeah. It was about about seven years ago. Yeah. You wouldn't do that now. Nope. Nope. Right. Something was telling me not to look over there. And I looked over there and I was like, what is that? What, what? Oh, oh crap. And I was just like,
2: I, I called in
0: my team to actually help okay. like pass the animal right. over. Like, you know what, here, here's some help. That's the answer. That's the, that's the answer.
1: And, you know, I never saw animals get hit or anything until Reiki. And once I was attuned to Reiki, oh my God, I started seeing things. Uh, and I was trying the very first one. I was just, that's it. I was traumatized like you, Heather. I was just like, okay, this is ruined my day. And I wasn't able to do anything. It was just haunted me. And I was very, very distraught. And when it happened again, then I realized, okay, there's I need to work through this. And, and what is what is it telling me? These are opportunities. These, these pups are ha- are having this situation as I'm passing, or as I'm seeing it, or whatever my role is. My role is to send Reiki is to send love send compassion. If I can't get out and go help, then I can do, at least do something. And then I realized that. I didn't have to partake in the suffering. I didn't have to own it. I responded to it right. and then I released it and I trusted. I trusted that everything is as it should be. Um, and that's, that. I mean, for me, that's what worked. So I no longer, I mean, believe me, I don't want to see it again. And I'm hoping my lesson is done with that. Believe me. But, uh, <laughs> me too, Right? right? Me because too. yeah, no, that's excruciating. But um, I think when we learn that, okay, um, we don't have to be, we don't have to fix it horrible things happen. Absolutely. Um, what is our role? What can we do? We're still doing something. We're still doing yes. something right. Um, and we're not letting it affect us so that we go on and spread bad news to people, how horrible things, cause right. We like to say, Oh my God, you can't believe what just happened to me. And then we put this terrible suffering image in someone else's head, you know, because we're sharing it. We want it to go away. We want to get off of us. Yeah. You know, it's an energy we don't like, but instead of I had this opportunity to help this, this pup energetically. And what a great gift that this pup and my energy matched. And, and, you know, I wished it well. I hope, I don't know what what its outcome will be, but I know the divine and I trust the divine, you know, got my intention, which was love, you know, to this little, this little creature or this person, you know, Um, that's so powerful if we can do that, isn't it? Person walking down the street who maybe looks like they're having difficulty sense of love. Send some energy their way. You don't have to fix their life. You don't have to heal them in any other way than just I'm offering you my love and compassion and my and my hopes that whatever you so desire, you you know, can manifest
2: that. I always when I see people, I always say in my mind clearly, not out loud, this <laughs> not <is> out- <laughs> uh I love you. I hope this is your most wonderful day. And oh, that's really you know, nice. we walk the dog. That's very lovely. Yeah. That is lovely. And, you know, we walk the dogs twice a day. So I'm like constantly <laughs> saying this in my head. Yeah. But, um, and it, we live on the fifth floor. So I'll look down and I'll see people and I'll just say, I love you. I hope today is your most wonderful day. And just like you were saying, Stephanie, just knowing somebody's out there, just wishing you love, it's, um, it's such a small thing. I also remember hearing or reading once that every sound we make, that the, the Sound waves travel, like they never go away. I don't know if that's real, but in my mind, I heard that somewhere when or read it. And so throughout the years, this time out loud, but when I'm alone, I will just say, you are loved. You are loved, with the hopes that it's just like going out in the universe and somebody on Mm. some Mm. foreign planet is gonna be like, I really need a sign. And all of a sudden they, they just hear you are loved. And it sounds so corny to say it out loud. I don't know that I've no, ever No, I, 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 but I, love I do that. That. I, <laughs> she's I, blushing,
0: everybody.
1: I, I'm picturing Angela. If you were to go on the top of a mountain, right, and where the the voice echoes, but not everyone's going to hear it. But like yeah. you say, the right the people who need to hear it would hear it. Like, where yeah. did that come from? Or that feeling of warm and cozy? They must have, you know, it, that that wave hit them. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I don't think that's a very easy thing to say. I'm going to be honest. Like, to, I love I love you to, you know, strangers. I mean, you're not saying that loud. I understand that. That one's but you're, quiet. Yeah. But you're still thinking it. I yeah. mean, that's. I don't think that's an easy thing to do. I think, you know, um, especially in how, I think that's beautiful because I, I don't think that's yeah, easy. You. So I think that's very remarkable. Um, and some people would be receptive to it, I'm sure, if you said it, you know, with actual language. Uh, <laughs> some people might, okay, love you too. Um, <laughs> Within uh, reason,
2: yeah. with boundaries. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> I had
1: um, a woman one time, in, this is right before you know the 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 first pandemic. On how many we've had? I guess there's a still long one. I don't like know, thirteen. The, the first, the first one. <laughs> when we were free in the stores, you know, and when the late great Stein existed, you know, it got, it oh. didn't make it. But anyway, I was in the store and I was about to, um, I was coming up in line and the lady was off to the side I said, oh, excuse me, are you in line here? And she goes, oh, um, no, no, I'm looking at the you know, stuff on the shelf, please. But thank you for asking, you know, go in there. So she started kind of just chit-chatting and just saying, "I, you know, people get so offended when people are in the line and then, you know, I just don't care. People can, you know, take my spot. I'm in no hurry. I'm retired. Right. She was just lovely and we just chit-chat a little bit and then all of a sudden she goes, You know what? Can, can I hug you? I just Aww. I just I just loved her energy and I just I just want to hug you, and I said, Absolutely, you know. And it's nice. when you again you could touch people, right? So right. We, we embraced and it was just like, you know, what was that about? It was so beautiful, it was such a gift, and those are the things when we're looking for signs or we're looking for spirit or what have you, that there it is, You've got example. And and again, you know, talking about being in the moment and I never saw her again, of course, you know, I just paid my stuff, but in that moment, you know, there was that mm-hmm. connection of recognizing something from each other and another version of healing and helping and loving and sharing. Maybe I did something for her. Maybe she, I know she did something for me because she just reminded me of the beauty of, of humanity. Right. I mean, yeah. and I don't recall, I don't I don't want to make anything up, but I don't recall what I had maybe been thinking prior, you know, um, had something maybe um, not made me think the best of humanity and and I got to see it. I don't, I don't recall. I just know she just stood out and I always remember, oh. you know, I mean, it's not very often people just hug you in the middle of the store right. um, and it was lovely and it's interesting. It's very it stands out, of course, because it was before we then, you know, stopped connecting to people and we couldn't touch people. Um, and I miss those days cause it's nice when you can touch people right in, yeah. in that way where people are just showing the pure, the pure love of each other. That's all that's just, you know, human to human. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it reminds me of like what you're saying with expressing that love towards another person. That's, it's just so, it's so easy and so hard.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> it is, but just those quiet moments of joy and connection, That's where the real magic is to me. That's where the real healing is. And that's where, you know, everybody can be on their best behavior when they're in front of a crowd or whatnot, but you show me who you are when you drive or when somebody needs to be led into a line. You know, that to me is the true test of character. So it's those little moments where it doesn't seem very important, but you can still be kind or you can still connect. That's how I, judge people and I know I'm not supposed to be oh, judge. I know
0: I just thought of that I was like wow what does she think of me when I drive because yeah. she's gripping the gripping the <laughs> oh oh shit bar <laughs>
2: You have many other qualities that balance out your driving. <laughs> oh my
0: God, Heather. the so grandma funny. from Pasadena. That's so funny. Yes, that is so truly funny.
2: No, you know, obviously, Heather, I know you're a loving, wonderful person. <laughs> I'm talking about most of the time. Um, most I'm of talking time. about wow. strangers, you know, when no, you I just kind of <laughs> see people interact with each other and you're like, don't I know you don't think this is important, but it is. Because maybe that moment of being just a little bit snipey or an mm-hmm. asshole part mm-hmm. of my language, then that person now has to carry that. And maybe it escalates, you know, right. but what if mm-hmm. you were, you just, I, I know sometimes in the morning when I say good morning to people, they look like they're having just, they're in their own world, mm-hmm. but, and they'll say oh, good, good, morning, but it, you know, we'll already have passed each other, but there's just that, Oh, a ch- a, a Someone's connection. talking to me,
1: huh? Yeah. yeah Okay. Oh, hi. A <laughs> a acknowledge face. me, <laughs> because we, you know most people look down, right? They don't. You're lucky if you get eye contact and maybe yeah. a head knob but most people just. And is it they're busy? Is it? I've heard people say, I don't, "I don't like this," but it. They've said it. They've said, "I just don't like people," you know. And, well,
2: I can get that. You
1: know, I I guess. <laughs> but even at, when I used to be a lot more angry and um. You know, full of myself, if you will. I just don't ever think I never liked people because I think I've still always saw the the best in people and I wanted to be around people. Yeah. But some people just, so what I'm, I guess that goes back to the icon. Some people don't want to acknowledge you. Some people are shy. Some people feel, you know, insecure. Social
2: anxiety. Right. So, you know, um, it's also, do you get to say
1: hi anyway? Right. Culturally. It's also
2: culturally Californian because if you go to, let's say, North Carolina, you do not walk by anybody without saying morning. How y'all doing? You know, good afternoon. Good evening. Like that. You just constantly do that. And when you're in Hawaii, it's Aloha, Aloha, Aloha. It's actually easier in Hawaii because they only have one phrase, but you know, North Carolina, you're constantly, as you walk by people here, you just don't do that. I don't know if it's because the industry, you know, everybody's kind of self-absorbed. I think it's where you go. Yeah. When I go on my
0: walks, it's I'm constantly saying good morning. <laughs> well, I say hello go. to people
1: on my walks in the afternoon. We just kind of give each other acknowledgement and we'll say, Hey, hi, you know, uh, yeah. hello. And I think it's too, you know, maybe because my energy is going to be, I'm going to acknowledge people. Some people may walk by, you know, if they're on their jog or whatever. And that's not their paying thing, attention. you know, right. And I don't say, Oh, a bitch, you know, uh, no. how dare you <laughs> not acknowledge my presence? No, you know, I'm being just, a
2: goddamn light in the world <laughs> right now. <laughs> look at me. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Rule number one, but,
1: but if you're in, I just find it strange. If you're in close proximities with people, how can you not acknowledge each other's presence? Right. Just because like they
0: have social anxiety.
1: Yeah. That might be it too. Yeah. Um, so do you, do you, I don't want to say force it on, do you still always, if a per, do you wait for a person to say hi to you? Or are you the, I I'm say it, say but hi. I don't take yeah. it
2: personally if I don't get a response. Okay, Cause I exactly. have also had days where I don't want to make, you don't know what I'm going through right now the last thing I want to do is engage. You know what I mean? Like I totally mm-hmm. respect if they, if I don't get a look or anything back, I, I do not take it personally.
1: How about you, Heather? Imagine. I just,
2: I smile. Hello and I just get smile a at them. Mm-hmm. And
0: then, yeah. you know, like a head nod and sometimes I don't know, I use my intuition for that part. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say good morning. Or just smile and nod at them. You know, it's like a, it's a greeting itself too. Yeah. So but sometimes when they're just looking down, you're like, okay, not today. Right. I'm feeling, yeah. yeah. They're, they're
1: just kind of have closed off. Don't give me my space, yeah. you know? Yeah. Of yeah. Thing.
0: Which is totally cool. I have those days where I'm like, I want to remain in my little back cave. So.
2: Yeah. You know, we have to respect each other's fields, right? You just yeah. don't know what's being worked on within yeah. the person.
1: Do not take it personal when, you know, we don't get what we think we want. But if you see it also as even when a negative person comes up to you, if you see that interaction as again, an opportunity for you to see the best of yourself in that situation that everyone's just an opportunity for you to reflect again, right? So just because they're angry or rude or whatever the case is, doesn't mean you need to be. You could think like Angela and say that I love you. I probably wouldn't. I don't think (laughs) that doesn't come in my head, you know, um, you know, uh, it, it might be, who knows? I, I don't think of the words that be love you. I, I mean, first of all, no one makes Why me not that mad lately, but I would do a blessing. Absolutely. Like, well, I hope your bad mood ends. I hope that, you know, we cause we don't know what if they just got the worst news of their life. What if someone just yeah. did something? We just don't know. So all we say is, I hope you're going to find peace. And that's usually my kind of thing. I just want peace for them. Yeah. Cause if they're in a peaceful state, then they're not going to be in that reaction. Clearly, right. right? right. People are hurting, um, but I want to, the best of me, I don't get in fights with people. I don't have, I, I, it's just not me, you know, not to say it never was me, but it's, I, it's just not me. I don't react like that. Um, especially nowadays because of Reiki, I just, uh, it's much easier for me to go to a place of peace and, and pull people into my peace. I'm not going into their frenzy. I just, it's just, mm-hmm. it's not where I'm going to go. Um, I'm not saying it'll never happen again, but I just, it's just not something I have to worry about. I don't have people that even make me mad for the most part anymore. Um, Oh, you're
2: lucky. Well, luckily. Yeah. Luckily. I I mean,
1: okay. I'm not counting the
2: family, but (laughs) yeah. Well, Stephanie, they kind of count. Um, but no, with the, um, with menopause, with my hormones, all of a sudden for the past few years, I'm like why am I, you know, now I'm getting a hold of it again. I think it's evening out, but especially at the beginning, all of a sudden, like I'm enraged and taking things. And I had, it's like this whole reaction happens before I have a moment to be like, whoa, 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 what? And it's a blessing to have been reminded that because as someone who meditates, that's what meditation is so beautiful about is giving you that pause, you know, cause, pause, then the reaction. That's the beauty of men- of, of menopause, of meditation. Um, and that got stripped away for a little while until I could get a hold of it again. So it kind of um, reminded me of why I do what I do, because there was a time when, you know, I'm, I'm not... I've never been one to like fight with people i would get i would have you know i am the i'm the silent queen right i go ice queen so that was my my thing um but you know it was always especially with the depression always taking things personally always assuming it was about me always always misinterpreting so menopause one of the many gifts of menopause was having that brought back into my face and that is why we meditate <laughs>
1: But you recognize it, and then you can work through it. It's still an opportunity, right? A gift for you. You know, it'll dissolve enough. And I'm sure you've made great, great strides, right? I mean, oh yeah. So what day too? You know, for any given day, you might be in a place of peace. It's not going to affect you. But you know, a day that's a little off, you could react in a way that you didn't think you still had left in you anymore. Yeah. I'm right. We're we're still human, but it's an opportunity. Again, um, I just always like the idea of respond instead of reacting because it there's that pause that you talk about meditation Mm. for me um i have a little i'm not so quick to draw anymore um i'm not saying that i don't draw but i'm just it's just I. you draw i judge you know i'm able to just okay what what do I want from this? Because if I if I get involved in in this, then it's going to bring me down, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, it's going to ruin my peace. And so, why do I want to ruin my peace? I don't, I don't at all. So um, it's just being conscious. And some days you are though. Some days I'm just gonna I'm going in for it. I'm going in for it, you know, because the ego is just like, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: no, oh, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, it wants to sacrifice everything. It's like, no, we're going to get dirty. Okay, fine. You know, then. <laughs> we're going <laughs> in. Yeah, we this are. is what the mud
2: pit's for. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are t- what I've noticed, because there are days where it's like, oh, F this, we're getting dirty. <laughs> but I find that it stays in my mind. And when I respect those feelings and not try to be, okay, come on, it's uh-huh. okay. Because there are days where you just you can't get there. You can't right away. Yeah, I've noticed though that it's all happening inside. That mm. um, there was something. I was really in a mood the other morning. Um, it was the morning, Heather, that you found. Like all of a sudden, we I both had in the same trajectory. Too. Great morning. Everything's happy, happy. And then all of a sudden, there was like this forty-five minutes around the same time where it was just like just picking fights. In my in head, head with people. Head, yeah. And at that time, you know, I worked from home and somebody had emailed me, two people had emailed me and I was just, <laughs> oh, and, and, you know, even though my responses didn't have it, it was like, oh, if only the 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 subliminal font was there, yeah. right, <laughs> typing everything out. And then I happened to have a team meeting with everybody that I had to run in a few minutes. So I just thought, okay, Angela, you're feeling this way. You know, you're not going to react out loud, but just, you know, just letting myself have the emotions. Mm -hmm. And then the meeting started and because I wasn't denying anything, I could just actually watch them and listen to them and just realize, okay, these are human beings. It's okay. Let's, you know, let's really examine what was said. Maybe I jumped, you know, just like I could talk myself down. So I still Mm -hmm. have the emotions, Mm -hmm. but I was able to work through them in an authentic way. And then they dissipated. And some days that takes longer,
1: but you're still able to do the the work, which is wonderful. And you're not contributing, you know, to the whole collective angst, anxiety, fear. Hey, everything else that's already there. You're not contributing. You you are being affected by it, but you said, no, I'm not, you know, that's fine. I'm affected. Now I'm going to work on myself so that I don't contribute. And that's healing. Right. And Heather, would you consider that part of that? Uh, you talk about when we transmute energy, would that be example of you know, anger was thrown at her, or fear, or negativity, whatever. She took it in, felt it, understood it, and then released it. Would that yeah. be a, yeah. a version? Yeah, just so, seeing huh?
0: yourself as a sieve, kind mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. flow through, right? Letting
1: yeah. it go, flow through without getting caught up in there and adding to your own um, blocks, traumas, whatever we carry, right? right? Energies, yeah. See, that's right. beautiful. Then, and we can all do that all the time
0: if you want to. If you, if you want to,
1: <laughs> please do it. I beg of you. Right? Well, You're going right? to do if, it. If, if if we're all doing it, then we're all. Yeah, it's almost. Is one of you the one that talks about Pac Man or an energy at an algae eater or some kind of thing that that um, I get my stories mixed up? Again. That's the other <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but something of this the sort that someone was talking about is like the negative energy. There these little you know cleaners that eat. They they feed off of all the the negativity. And that's how they, Oh, thrive. I have that in
0: the Okay. Okay.
1: Show. Maybe that's yeah. what was talked about. Right. So in a certain sense, um, you know, they're kept alive by our negativity. So we can put them they out of business, fine. right. Yeah. Put them out of business by healing it and putting more love out.
0: What if you just look at it, go. that it doesn't need to be healed.
1: Oh, interesting, Heather, let it wash <laughs> through you. Okay. Yeah. Just let it wash through okay. you and just look at it, it through. Okay. Because who am I to put the little energy eater or the negative energy eaters out of business, huh? Who are you to,
0: (laughs) well, who are you to determine what is negative? You know what I mean? Even that,
1: right, right, right. That's, that's even huger.
0: Yeah. You don't like
1: it? Yeah, huger. Look at these words we're
2: using today. Huge. That's more better. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I really like what you said, Heather, because. You know how sometimes someone can say something insulting and it just doesn't stick to you in Mm -hmm. any way? Like you look back and you're like, wow, like could I not do that 24-7? And then there's some things where they may be joking. It could be an old friend and you're just like, it sticks. It's over. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's fascinating if we when we can really just not take it personally. It just washes right through authentically and away. Mm -hmm. So rather than destroying it, rather than deciding it doesn't have... Or labeling the it should not exist yeah. it's just not going to exist in this place exactly so that's all we're in charge of is our own domain wow, all right what
1: a, what a nice thought okay so what do you how do you want to end it be the flow be the sieve be the pass through what do you want to be just be
0: i am the energy of presence <laughs> that's good i, I vote the for energy that
1: energy of presence
0: with that with that we ready thank you yeah well,
1: well done heather <laughs>
0: all right, listeners, that's all the time that we have today. We like to thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our podcast. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the three intuitive healers podcast show. Remember when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast.